Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sweaty Sexy Truth Podcast. I'm Jeff Magnuson, owner of Magnuson Athletics. And I'm Mackenzie Grace, owner of Graceful Gains. And in today's episode, we're diving into the six tasks we do every Sunday as a couple to have a successful week. Are you excited, babe? Yes, I'm really excited. Are you ready to dive into it? I am ready. Um, so we're just going to dive in right to the good stuff. And I want to start off with our number one thing that we do every Sunday, which is a mind detox. Okay. So it's essential for us to take time to declutter our minds before every new week begins. Both Jeff and I, if you don't know, now, you know, we run our own online fitness coaching businesses. So we don't work together. We work separately on our own businesses. And truthfully, our brains can get quite cluttered with thoughts, worries, and unfinished tasks from the previous week. So every Sunday in the morning, usually we'll go out to our patio with a coffee and our books or whatever we need to do. And we take a few moments to jot down our goals, priorities. I really like to use the idea of open loops and big ideas as well. And also just any important deadlines that we need to meet during the upcoming week. This will actually give us a very clear roadmap and help us stay focused on what truly matters. We want to note, we actually do have a morning routine that we do complete every day of the week. But on Sundays, we really do like to prioritize doing a little bit of a mind detox. So for me, I personally love meditating. I know Jeff is going to touch on this in a sec. He's not as big into the meditating as what I am. But I really love that meditation, that deep kind of breathing exercises, and as well as journaling. I spend a lot of time writing out any negative thoughts, any to-dos, any big ideas, anything along those lines, just pretty much dumping everything out of my brain onto paper. Because as a business owner, there's a lot of things on my mind all of the time. Outside of that, we also like to get outside and go for a walk in nature to just really have that detox from the screen, from work, etc. We found by detoxing our minds that we create that mental space for new ideas and better focus for the week ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And as you just said, I'm not very good at meditation. Like I've tried so many times and I have found that because I feel like I need to be good at it, I end up hyper-focusing. And I know it's just ego. And they always say, if you're not good at meditating, then you really should just meditate more. (laughs) But for me, it doesn't make me feel relaxed and it actually creates anxiety around not being great at it. So I do what works for me. And what works for me, number one, is getting outside, breathing fresh air, like you already said, and getting in that sunshine. That is huge for me. And um, as far as breathing exercise and deep breathing, I love that stuff too. That is such a powerful tactic for helping clearing the space in your mind and, and being open to new opportunities and for the week to come. Uh, But the nature walks are a huge thing as well. Once you get into a nature walk, it's usually around that like eight to 12 minute mark when you're out there where the juices really start flowing and you're really able to tap into that creative space. Not only that, but it wakes me up and it helps organize and prioritize my upcoming tasks in my brain, uh, which leads us into topic number two, which is planning and prepping our meals. So like clockwork, each and every week we create a list of breakfast, lunch, and dinners, and then a detailed list to go along side to make sure that we have all the necessary ingredients. And of course, then we prepare whichever meals we can utilizing my 323 method. This obviously saves us time, removes the stress from figuring out what to eat each day. And then it also ensures that we're nourishing our freaking bodies with healthy options <laughs> and also making sure we have the meals to hit our freaking goals because I have goals, Kenzie has goals, you know, we, we're doing our thing. So if you're curious more about this, make sure you listen to our episode three. So we did a whole podcast on how we plan our prepper meals, and I'm not going to jump into it now. Um, So (laughs) if you're looking for more in-depth tips on that, uh, make sure to give that a listen. Yeah, planning and prepping our meals is so essential. And 
we did a whole podcast episode over why <laughs> and really why we do that that way. So that's really important to us. And those are the two top things that we do every single week. Now, like I said, we do do six. And so that's what leads us into our third here today, which is tidying up our space. I have definitely led this routine in our relationship, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Not that you were a messy person. You were one of the cleanest guys that I've ever met, like ever. It's kind of reminds me of actually one of my girlfriends mentioning how recently single, I'm not going to be ending up in a guy's basement suite, like just cringy. Everyone can picture that in their mind of like the dirty socks, dirty boxers, you know, toilet that hasn't been washed or flushed in a long time. And you were never like that. But I am definitely like taking it to the next level because I just appreciate a really clean space. I like things organized. I like to know where things are. And it really does affect my mental health when things are messy. I just feel cluttered. And so each Sunday, without a doubt, we tidy up our space. Now, in the past, and actually we're going to be doing this again here soon, we've uh, outsourced this task by hiring cleaners, which is awesome because that actually just gives us back so much time on our Sundays. But just as our move, as we're getting settled, we've been doing our ourselves here in Kelowna as we had in the past in Edmonton before we had a cleaner and a regular cleaner. But honestly, this organized and clutter-free environment just has a significant impact on our productivity. And like I said, overall well-being and mental health. So Jeff and I already just kind of have our assigned tasks and we work as a team, spending time on Sundays to tidy up our space, our workspace, everything included in that from dishes to mopping floors to changing the bed sheets, decluttering and organizing our physical space just feels so good. At the end of a Sunday when we've cooked our dinner and we're winding down for the evening it just sets such a such a positive tone for the week ahead like it just feels good so we do that without a doubt every Sunday and like I said I'm also looking forward to getting back to that place where we've outsourced that task because that also feels really good but you know if you're just not in a place to do that right now just spend some time yourself it can take one to two hours Jeff just said today he got it done in an hour because we're so on top of it every single week. It's like when you let it build up week after weeks is when it's going to take a lot more time to keep your space tidy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you actually went to the farmer's market to go pick up some uh, fresh food, fresh ingredients from uh, locally sourced farms and people. Um, and so I got to stay home and and I was like, I'm going to clean. You go do that stuff. Um, I got this. And what I actually did today, it was kind of fun. I'm not going to lie. I created a challenge for myself. I set the clock. I looked at the time. I set the clock and I'm like, in one hour, I'm going to clean this whole fucking house from top to bottom. Watch me. And I, and I just hustled. <laughs> I put on some good tunes and I hustled. I got it done. I vacuumed. You know, I did the bathrooms, all the cleaning stuff. I don't need to tell you guys how to clean your freaking house, but <laughs> it was it was awesome, and it felt so good. And so when Kenzie came home, the house was sparkling clean. It smelled amazing. I felt good because I accomplished something good, and now we get to continue on and move on for our tasks for the day. And we had some awesome fresh ingredients from the farmers market, and she got to have some great bonding time with her girls. So we came together in much in a much better mood after that. Which um, not that we were in a bad mood before, but it just you know it makes everything feel so much better when everything's organized clean and you you know you're in that space yes 100 percent. and that's why i think it's become such a religious thing to do on sundays like we just can't not do it at this point and uh, i think the only time things like this don't happen is if we're traveling but uh you touched on a really important thing there which is i went out to the farmer's market with some girlfriends now this isn't something that i do every sunday but it was a really fun and different experience and that's where we go into our fourth task of the day which is activating a different side of our brain 
We spend so much time Monday to Friday sitting at a desk in front of a computer screen, completing tasks and working. Monday to Friday, we still work regular eight hours and sometimes a little bit more in the evenings if we're trying to push for something else. So by getting outside Saturday, Sundays and doing something completely different from what we do Monday to Friday, we really get that spend that time activating a different side of our brain. Yeah, exactly. It's super important to make sure you're taking advantage of the opportunities on weekends to engage in activities that stimulate creativity, personal growth, fill your cup, anything, right? So what we like to do, you know, our weekends fill up really fast now that we're in Kelowna, obviously, but we have a really, really awesome community of friends here that are always like seriously always down for a good time. Like, you know, what do you want to do this week? And they're like, we're down for anything. Let's do it. And so it's like, okay, cool. And so it's so, so much fun to have that community because that's something that we were lacking in our previous location of Edmonton. There was um, just our community was very different than it is now. So what we end up usually doing is hanging out by the beach or uh, like Kenzie did today, they'll hit a farmer's market or drive to a new, new place for paddle boarding. Uh, we just get outside, hikes, all that good stuff. Another thing that's really important that Kenzie and I do is we create time to spend together. Like we actually schedule time for ourselves. And I think that's really, really important to do too, because yes, we work at home, but when we're at home together working, we're really, we might as well be in our own office, like in our, in separate buildings, because we are very task focused and we have our own schedules. We don't like to disturb the other person when they're in their flow state of work, right? So we generally don't really talk all that much during the day, Monday through Friday during work hours until we're either having lunch and having a break if that works out at the same time or afterwards when we're going to be hitting the gym or whatever it is. So we we are very prioritized in the fact that, or we put very a lot of importance in the fact that we schedule time together because that's how our relationship grows. And that's very, very important to us as well. Whatever it is that we're trying to do, <laughs> is we're activating this different side of our brain, right? And by activating different sides of your brain, not only are you giving yourself a break from like work-related tasks, but it also helps to fuel your creativity and broaden your perspective on everything in life. Like I'm sure a lot of people assume that because we work at home together, like we spend all the time together and it's super chill and we're just hanging on the couch posting on Instagram, but that's really not the case. <laughs> that's not, really not what we do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, especially again, because we are our own businesses, we're own, our, our own identities and really, if we don't create that time together, it's really easy to get caught up in business tasks, gyms, our personal goals, hanging out with our friends and not have time together. So yeah, I love that you touched on that, which would not happen if we did not plan and schedule our weeks. It's absolutely essential. Honestly, anytime this doesn't happen, which is usually only if we're traveling and we're not home on a Sunday, our weeks are like a mess. <laughs> they just become show. really yeah, busy. We're just kind of making things work and doing things where we can. And usually by the end of the week, we're both like, wow, I feel exhausted. I feel like we just ran a marathon. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it's, it's always funny how, when you really fail to prepare on that Sunday, you really fail to give yourself that space energetically, how easy it is that now all of a sudden you have to make all these decisions on the spot for little things, how much more exhausting you end up feeling at the end of the day, which accumulates all the way through the end of the week. And you got to get on top of that. And so that's what we always do. And we can always tell when we have it. Well, yeah. Cause you only have so much energy in a day. Like you really do have to think about yourself kind of like an energy bank and how 
the decisions you make, the things that you do, like it all taxes you. And so if you're wondering why you're feeling so exhausted every day, maybe like realize that you're not a superhuman and you can't make a million decisions every day and try to do your best to minimize those decisions day to day by spending like one day a week where you make most of the decisions on what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And that's what we do on Sundays. We like to plan out our schedules, commitments, and anything else that we have coming up for the week. Both of us separately have our own Google calendars where we are planning our work events, where the calls, meetings with our employees, whatever we have going on for work that we need to get done and projects that we need to do to move forward. But as a couple, we also have a whiteboard that lives in our fridge. Now, you guys probably heard in episode three when we were talking about meal planning, how we have a whiteboard for that. Well, we do have two whiteboards on our fridge. (laughs) We have a weekly schedule and we also have the meal prep schedule. So on there, we will just put anything that's important, like birthdays, when we're going to the gym, if there's appointments that we're going to, whether whatever the appointment is, we have it all on there so that we have that clear communication between the two of us of what's happening and what's going on and who's going to be when and where. So this clear roadmap really helps us stay organized, have, like I said, that clear communication and ensures that we are not missing any important deadlines, birthdays, or appointments. So we make sure that with this, we're allocating time for work, personal activities, self-care and relaxation. Just like we said, if we didn't make this schedule, we wouldn't have the same amount of time to have time for ourselves because it would just be easily pushed to the side because we're kind of like workhorses. (laughs) Yeah. And having a whiteboard on the fridge is really awesome because as a human who eats, you're looking at that fridge at least three to probably 10 times a day. And so you're getting a reminder constantly that you have an important task that you need to be available for and not double booked, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no excuses of, you know, like if we have something going on or if Kenzie has something that, you know, she has organized for the both of us, I can't be like, oh, sorry, baby, can't go, I forgot, right? It's like, it's on the fucking fridge. I'm not going to forget about it. So I really, really recommend uh, if you are a couple, especially like a powerful couple who has very busy uh, schedules together to get a whiteboard or something like that. So you can have those important tasks on there because it makes a massive difference. Now you just touched on something that's also really important. That is self-care and relaxation, which takes us into our next thing that we really prioritize, which is getting quality sleep. Now, this is kind of our last tip, but it's certainly not the least as the importance of getting quality sleep is absolutely massive. I know for me, I can usually get by right in that like six to seven hours of sleep seems to be like my, my golden zone, but Kenzie, like, you you need a little bit more. Yeah, as a female, I need like seven to nine. <laughs> yeah. Like seven feels like it's cutting it short for me. Definitely. Like I can get by, I have no issues, but like that like 7.5 to nine hours is awesome. And that nine hours usually does come on like the weekends when I choose to sleep in a little bit more. But in during the week, it is if I get anything less than seven, like I can just tell I'm off. My mood's off. I don't feel as rested. My workouts aren't as good. And also you have those small things where I just feel a little bit more hungry. I have a little bit different cravings and I just feel exhausted by the end of the day. I don't have the energy to get through the day. Yeah, totally. And and I can also tell when you haven't gotten that solid eight hours of rest just because the vibe is a little bit different around the household. It's a little bit more, there's just not as much of the bubbly energy. And I'm the same way. If I don't get enough sleep, um, I get very, critical (laughs) and very like, this is what we're doing and I just need to get through it kind of a thing. And so it's very, very important uh, as an individual and business owner 
also as a partner to get in that, that quality sleep. We both, like we said, notice when we aren't getting in that sleep and this doesn't happen just on the Sundays and then the weekends where we're prioritizing it. This happens every fucking night. We prioritize our sleep quantity and our sleep schedule. We are in bed most nights by 1030 on the dot, if not a little bit early. There's only a few times that we'll get in later. And that's to ensure that we are up at the right time, that we're functioning properly. We have a lot of responsibilities and we want to be our best for every single person that we interact with on a daily basis. And this is part of the thing that helps us do that and become that person. And by getting in that sleep, we're creating a peaceful environment and, you know, like avoiding screens before bedtime, getting to bed at the same night every night, like kind of like what I said around that 1030 mark. And remember, a well-rested mind and body are essential for success for the work week ahead in all aspects of who you are as a human. You said sleep quality and schedule. I also want to touch, sorry, quantity and schedule. I want to touch on quality because Quality is just as important as quantity because I've known lots of people, lots of clients that are getting that seven to nine hours, but the quality is not there and they're still waking up tired every single day. I think that would actually be a really great future podcast episode to talk about how you can get more quality sleep, to be honest, because we have a very regular schedule that promotes sleep quality so that we're not just getting seven to nine hours of sleep, but we're waking up rested and ready to tackle the day. So yeah, that's the six tasks that we do every single week. Like without a doubt, this is real raw things that we do all of the time that do set us up for a successful week every single week. So on that note, was there anything that you wanted to tie this episode off with or share, babe? Now we often get told like, how do you find the time? Or sometimes people say, oh, you guys are a power couple. How do you do it so much? This is literally how we do it. (laughs) This is the secret is organization communication, planning, and execution. Everyone can do it. You just have to be Mm -hmm. on the same page. So that's all I wanted to add. I love that. That's actually so huge because it's so backwards, right? We honestly think, well, I don't have the time to prepare. I don't have the time to plan. But that's the whole reason you don't have the time, actually. (laughs) When you're not setting aside time for yourself, like you just start to run on fumes. You start to make quick decisions. You start to run out of decision making. Like it just becomes really exhausting every week to be living in your life when you're just living by the like seat of your pants. Is that the expression? like flying by the seat of your pants yeah and I think it's really true like any person that I know that's successful any client that I've seen that's been really successful like they do some sort of preparation it doesn't have to be every single one of these six things it's just what we have found that works so well for us and it just creates a really great bond really great communication and a really great week ahead so I love that thank you for sharing that I think that was so valuable and on that note thank you for everyone on joining on today's podcast episode and if you enjoyed this episode we would actually love if you could leave a review and hit that subscribe button to become a part of our intimate community. We really do love hearing from our listeners. So until next time. Bye-bye.